I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this Monday Voice of Business by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Dave, good to be here, and we appreciate the Telegram uh, working with us uh, in this segment and in the show. I also want to acknowledge our sponsors who make uh, make it happen, which is a Fidelity Bank and Worcester Regional, uh, Worcester Regional Airport, uh, and uh, we'll have a little bit of airport to talk about during the course of our, our segment here. Yeah, um, it's been a couple of weeks since since we chatted. Uh, Alex uh, was on for a couple of weeks, and one of the uh, one of the topics I think it was uh, two weeks ago uh, was the airport survey. And uh, and and an update uh, from you on that? Yeah, we do. I think you know for our listeners, uh, you know, right around Labor Day, shortly after Labor Day, we embarked on a, a survey that we we did in collaboration with Massport, Congressman McGovern, Lieutenant Governor Polito, and 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 some input from the city. Um, you know, to really kind of do a survey of people that have utilized Worcester Airport and or. You know, haven't just to try to get a, a sense from the community as to you know their experiences if they've used the airport, uh, if they haven't, for reasons why not. And uh, the great news is we've got 1,300 responded. Uh, we opened that up as I said right around Labor Day, closed it mid-October. We uh, took that detailed information, uh, prepared it in report form, uh, did some uh, analysis, and then presented that to the congressman, uh, Lieutenant Governor Polito, and Massport uh, leadership. And uh, as a as a result of that, uh, we now want to share it with the, with the public and uh, with our members and the people that responded. And we've scheduled the uh, Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. One of our uh, events that we have uh, pretty regularly is our Business and Government Forum. So on December second at noon, we are going to roll out the results of, of that survey uh, uh, from, and then have uh, you know, people uh, present to answer some questions. Andy Davis from Massport is going to join us. Yeah, when, when Alex and I were talking uh, last time, he was kind of going, going through some of the questions and some of the, the findings or some of the things that they were attempting to, uh, to ask people. And 1,300 respondents, that's a great number. So just kind of uh, refresh our, our listeners, kind of like what, what were some of the questions that were asked? Yeah, you know, the the airline industry, like a lot of, uh, you know, travel, leisure, hospitality, you know, been really devastated by the, the COVID-19 situation. So airports, airports of all sizes and airlines of all sizes. Uh, really, what we wanted to ask is, have people used Worcester Airport? If so, you know, have they fl- where have they flown to? Uh, what was their experience? Uh, what were the factors that drove them to use Worcester Airport? In some cases, go somewhere else. You know, was it the locations? Was it the cost? Was it convenience? Um, uh, are there sites that uh, locations and destinations that Worcester uh, is not currently offering that you would 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 want. Now and that's the that's the one question. And Alex and I were going back and forth, and and he said to me like, "Where do you think the destination is?" And he and I said, "Vegas." He said, "You're right." He said, "Like Vegas was at the top of the list." So those are the types of like inquiries and questions that you're you're asking you know potential customers like where would you fly if if you could fly anywhere and like vegas was on the list and other cities were on the list so i mean that's just great input for for massport and others to to get that's 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 right dave you know for the massport route development team who you know when eventually we we have the vaccine uh, finalized and distributed and some point hopefully next year people can look to the future and we uh, look to bring airlines back to our airports including worcester regional airport 
you know, uh, not only the, the locations that were, pr- were successful, and, but are there opportunities for other airlines going to other lo- locations? So that's where this information is really going to be helpful. It's not anecdotal. 1,300 is a really nice sample size, uh, very well balanced in terms of uh, male, female. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, we're, we're, we're pleased and looking forward to sharing that information. Yeah, and it's really, it kind of coincides with uh, what we would expect to sort of be the uh, the reset button on people's you know, activities. And one of those is obviously, you know, air travel and uh, hitting the reset button in conjunction with a, with a survey like this is, is probably a good, uh, a good thing for everybody. No, without a doubt. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get some, some good response given the fact that we got such a positive uh, response in our survey, uh, uh, people partake, partaking in it. And then that, that follows just a couple of days later with our chamber annual meeting, December 4th. Uh, Congressman Jim McGovern is going to be our, our keynote speaker, and we think that's timely. He's chair of the R- Rules Committee with the new administration coming in, um, you know, Vice President, uh, President-elect Biden and, and uh, Vice President-elect Harris. They're going to be coming in. One of the things that's been talked about that has not yet happened is an infrastructure bill. I think it's probably fair to say we'll see something like that. Uh, uh, as chair of the Ways and Means, Co- excuse me, chair of the, the Rules Committee, uh, along with Congressman Neal, who is chair of the Ways and Means Committee, they'll have input on any bill that's going to be coming through the Congress uh, and the Senate and with the input from the president. So uh, we think it's timely and uh, looking forward to Jim talking about uh, you know his thoughts in Washington and his economic development agenda for the region in that uh, and through that prism. Yeah, talk, talk, just give us the basics again. What's the date of that event again? Yeah, December 4th at noon, our chamber annual meeting. Uh, that's going to be a virtual event, as will be our business and government forum. And uh, that's our annual meeting, one of our bigger, biggest events of the year, along with our Worcester Women's Leadership Conference, which is just uh, wrapping up as well. So we're really pleased uh, pleased to, to, to have uh, Jim with us. And then on December 10th, we have our Breakfast Club. That's one of our signature events. We do that four times a year, December 10th at 9 a.m. And uh, Carolyn Jackson, who is the president and CEO of St. Vincent Hospital, a major employer, major taxpayer in the city, and a major provider of health care for the region. And we're, we're thrilled to have with her with us. You know, I think Carolyn's been in the position for a year and a half. And I had a chance now to to, to get uh, uh, you know her, her feet wet, and uh, clearly someone who has uh, stepped up uh, along with the whole St. Vincent team and other healthcare providers in the region during this healthcare crisis. Yeah, and uh, you know, refresh our memory, but you know, I'm on Worcester uh, WorcesterChamber.org, uh, and you can sign up for any of these events on the Chamber website. That's right, WorcesterChamber.org. Uh, you know, for our members, if if you're not. Uh, We'll, we'll certainly try to accommodate you. It's a good way to learn about the chamber and everything that we do and the benefits of membership. So uh, go on to WorcesterChamber.org, and, and people can register, and we'll, we'll get you the information. Yeah, and it's uh, looking at it right now. We've got the annual meeting on the 4th. Um, we've got the Breakfast Club on the 10th, and the uh, government forum was the on the— Business and government forum will be December 2nd at noon, so we're just uh, going to be we're breaking news here at, yeah. with, uh, with you, Dave, and we'll be getting uh, that up on the website uh, and uh, information out to our members. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else is new around uh, around the Worcester business community? It just seems like it's a you know it's a you know another week. Uh, some great news out of uh, you know the pharmaceutical uh, industry. Um, you know I know uh, two vaccine um, you know announcements. The one by Moderna. I think the the number was ninety five percent effective and uh, 
phase three trials. So some really good news coming out of uh, you know some good local Massachusetts companies. Yeah, and we're very lucky. You know, our life sciences cluster here in in Worcester and in, in Central Mass is is you know very important to the Massachusetts ecosystem, and we're growing. Uh, clearly, some of the trials that have taken place here with UMass Medical School and the UMass Memorial Healthcare System, and the work that they've been doing, all contributing to this uh, Operation Warp Speed, which is a uh, you know, something that we uh, hope we uh, will allow us to put this COVID-19 situation behind us in the coming year. And uh, also biomanufacturing with the reactory, the biomanufacturing park next next to the, the, the life sciences park. The reactory has already had two uh, companies, uh, you know, announced their intention to, and have already begun construction. So uh, Galaxy Life Sciences, and then prior to that, Wuxi, which is a Chinese manufacturing company, have picked the reactory as, as the place to launch. So we are part of that, and it's a major employer in this region, and it's a, an area that we believe in working with the Worcester Business Development Corporation, MBI, and the city. Uh, we believe that it can continue to grow significantly. Yeah, we take, it, we take it for granted, I think, here in Worcester that, you know, we know it's, you know, kind of uh, a center for research and development and, you know, with, uh, with UMass being sort of the center of that. But, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, sometimes people looking in from the outside, you know, that don't take it, you know, like they don't see all of these things happening every day. But, uh, you know, it's just I guess we just don't realize how lucky we are to be in a community in an area that's just really at the on the you know, at the forefront of such a of an industry. Well, you're right. I mean, it starts with our healthcare delivery systems. I mean, when you think about it, between UMass Memorial Healthcare System, UMass Medical School, and St. Vincent, how many regions around the country, or never for that never for, for that matter, around the globe, would would give their left arm to have that as a cornerstone of, of their economy and being able to provide their employees, their families with first class care? I mean, we are really lucky in that regard to have that here locally. And uh, that then spins off this, you know, research and uh, in in all the different fields relating to medical care and delivery, and that's what the life science is all about. And that's how we this has this has continued to grow over the last forty years. Uh, uh, anyway, and, and and the momentum just seems to to accelerate even more. Yeah, lots of momentum going on in the uh, the Worcester business community. That's Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. As always, uh, thanks. I appreciate breaking breaking the news here on the uh, on the show, um, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Dave.